Welcome to the Confidence and Clarity Boost Session. This is where we're going to help figure out where you're at on this life journey, and I'm going to help you make sure you get moving in the right direction with some clear action steps. I'm going to show you here's where you're at, and here's what you need to do to get to the next phase. So I've got Nalini here right now, and she answered some questions, but she didn't answer one critical one, which I find really interesting. So I'm just going to ask you now, okay, imagine Nalini six months from now that we sit down and we're having this conversation. Everything's gone really, really well for you, right? And like things have completely turned around and you've got this really great momentum going in your life. What does that look like for you? And what's it feel like? Well, I mean, I would be in a, in a position that I really like um, doing, you know, having, I don't want to call it a job, but just doing the work that I'm really passionate about, which is basically helping people, mentoring young girls in IT. I would be, I would have traveled, a, you know, three more different countries in the next six months. And I would be spending more free time with my family and friends. I also would be doing a lot of that with my partner, with um, a romantic partner who I'm definitely aligned with, and we have the shared, the same shared values, and we have that common cause, and we are definitely in love with each other. I love that. Yay. Um, and what do you think has been your biggest roadblock to your growth so far? And we should probably take those one at a time because you mentioned career, travel, time, and relationship. So we'll do career first. What do you think your biggest roadblock in career? I am making a lot of progress in my career right now. In fact, I'm proud of myself for quitting a toxic job that I was in for eight months. So now I'm in a consulting position, but I'm also involved with a new group called Evolve Me with 15 other amazing women where we're trying to find out what's the next best thing for us in our career. So that, that is a big step right now. I'm halfway through the program. It's going to be done. We're actually going to be finished in, in mid-January. So I think that will be a huge step. I think my, my biggest block right now is I don't, you know, I feel, I know one of the things I put on there is I, you know, I have imposter syndrome. I've been doing project management and IT for so long. I'm really good at it, but how do I get out there and do something else that I'm really passionate about? How do I bring those skills? I feel like I'm not going to be good at whatever, you know, the next thing is for me. So that's, that's my biggest challenge in terms of the career aspect of it. And what about with traveling? What's your biggest roadblock? Traveling, I just don't have the time right now. I just don't have the time and the the friends, getting people to be synced up. I just came back from Ireland um, with one of my best friends from college, and I really wanted to go during Thanksgiving or Christmas, but her kids were coming back from college and she wanted to be with them. So I just made it happen, but you know, it would be nice to go away for the holidays by the end of the year again, but this is finding... I think finding friends to go with is, is very important to me. Um, I haven't traveled much alone. Second is finding the time. So I, I think I can make it happen if I found you know a friend who is really interested in traveling and her schedule synced up. Okay. So community and uh, is important. Yeah. As well. Yeah, so. definitely. Okay. So I created this process 
And it's based on what I've been through. Uh, it's really a three-phase journey, if you will. And I see a lot of people walking through. I walk through it myself, and I, I broke it down into these three phases. And based on what you filled out for me um, and what you just talked about, the phase one is stopping the backward slide. And the symptoms are kind of burnt out, which you did by leaving that last job. But also when you feel almost jealous, but you don't want to tell anybody because you see others doing what you want to be doing. You feel like life's passing you by. You're just not doing what you feel like you're here and aligned with what you're supposed to be doing. And your inner critic's going nonstop, which you did mention. And you also mentioned imposter syndrome. And there's specific action steps that you could take to get out of that and into phase two, which is where you're more hopeful and you're building momentum to get to where, I don't know, I definitely want to be <laughs> where you're empowered, independent, grateful, satisfied. You feel like you're clear and focused and you're on your path. But first you have to get past that middle phase where you're initiating positive momentum and you're silencing that inner critic. And you notice, but you have to notice that negative self-talk. And you start feeling a bit awkward, but you realize I can have this, like every single thing you just talked about. So I kind of feel like you're in between phase one and phase two. Phase two, you feel self-compassion instead of beating yourself up. Your self-love's happening. You feel intentional instead of haphazard. You're taking passionate, purposeful steps. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. I'm taking action right now. Like, and the career side, yeah, I have the the group, the very supportive group. I have a call with them in about an hour. I spend about four to five hours a week just focused on what's next in my career. And we have we have a coaching call every Tuesday as well. And on the dating side, also I'm on Bumble and on Match, and actually have two dates this weekend. So I'm taking those baby steps and just being open. Yeah. Being open is so important. So do you think that's right? You're kind of in between phase one and phase two, as far as, as those, do you see that? Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I think that sounds right. I mean, I, I do have to silence that inner critic. And um, one of the things I've learned so much this year about myself is to practice self-love and, you know, because if you don't have that, you can't, you know, you can't give it. So, so that's one of my biggest things that are worked on this year in 2022. There's really specific action steps that are, they're simple to take. It's just a matter of doing them exactly. <laughs> that, that you can do. And the first is noticing the negative self-talk, which is one of the things you talked about. Well, I'll get to the imposter syndrome and the self-doubt for sure, but noticing your negative self-talk and to be able to stop that because all the voices in your head, they're not real. None of them. And and so to notice them and to stop, and when the inner critic starts going, to give equal time to something positive. So when your head starts going, oh, who do you think you are? What do you think you're doing? Any of it. To then turn it around and look in the mirror. People are like, I feel like an SNL skit or something like that. To look in the mirror and say, I love you. I am a worthy person. I'm great. Whatever it is, even starting with those, but say it out loud. And I know when I first started doing these, I'd be like looking around, even though I lived alone, like who could hear me? <laughs> I mean, at this point, I've been doing it for so long. I'll do it when I get in the car. I do it. It's, it's almost 
Pavlovian. Like I look in the mirror in the morning, I say, I love you. I am a worthy person. I get to be of service to so many people, whatever it is. And there's just so many, but it, it's so important. And it's not to look at, oh, I have lines on my face or my hair doesn't look good. It's to look in your eyeballs and say out loud, I love you. I am a worthy person. I've got this. I have such a wonderful partner. I can't, I'm so excited that the perfect partner is right here for me because we attract what we are. And we want to attract somebody as fabulous as you are. I mean, I know you're fabulous and uh, you know it too on some days, but it's, it's really knowing it. And it's the whole feelingization and feeling how great you are so that you attract somebody equally great. And it's also, so that's part of the negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. Really, affirmations are huge, but it's also making a list of every quality you want in that partner in the positive, every quality, every, what does that job look like with mentoring young girls? I mean, I mentored a girl downtown in a, a very high performing, there were some high performing students in a very bad part of downtown LA and I got to mentor her. And through that, I learned all these other ways of mentoring. And there are so many opportunities right now and so many ways, not just the giving back, but I learned about all these job opportunities. And, and by meeting people that are doing what I want to do, you don't have to invent the wheel anywhere, anyway, these days. And so finding three people that do what it is that you want to do and say, Hey, how did you do this? Because you can make money at anything right now, like anything. You just need to find those three people and say, how did you get to do this? They'll talk to you. <laughs> People will talk to you. And they don't have to live where you live. They can live anywhere and then find out who does that where you live or start it. You're consulting. You're you're amazing. And so getting clarity on your dreams, exactly what it is, because you know what you didn't like where you used to work. Was it the people you worked with? So what do you want people? Do you want to work alone? Do you want to work from home? Getting really clear on that. And then what do you want the people around you to work? So you need clarity on each of these areas, right? Exactly. And if you're not sure, journal. Journaling, nothing is the same as journaling and and it's handwriting, not typing. They say it's from the heart to the hand. That's why the handwriting is huge. Like I know people hate that, (laughs) but stuff comes out when you're journaling. Even if you just journal for five or 10 minutes, it doesn't have to be for an hour or it's just like when the whole isolation, people are so isolated these days and like, you need community. You only need a couple people. You only need like 25. (laughs) You only need a few. It's just like wanting to travel with other people and having friends. Something I've been doing is because I work from home alone a lot. Me too. Everyone wants to have lunch. I don't have time for lunch. I don't want to do lunch. I feel like I get, it just puts on weight and I'm just sitting and I, I like, I eat more. Anyway, I go on walks with friends. I now put those on my calendar. I go, why don't we walk? And that way I'm seeing friends. I'm seeing people we talk or I'm listening to them and I balance ideas. It, it's seeing people. I'm not so isolated, <laughs> but I put on my calendar so it's a non-negotiable because I always think I don't have time when the walk, it's time for, to go for a hike or a walk, but I go anyway. It's, it's a non-negotiable for me while you're out. So it's, it's just an idea. And you, if it's somebody you like and you think you might want to travel with, you can bring it up and plan it way in advance. It's just an idea because some people plan travel way in advance. Some people are easy travelers. Some aren't. I went on a trip with some girlfriends that 
wasn't as great as I expected. And then I learned, oh, go with other types of girlfriends. So I had to learn from experience. So, but reading about who else is doing what it is that you want to do is huge. You also know Katie created that app for women travelers. Yeah, I got to reach out to her. Yeah. So she's been doing a ton of that for women who want to travel with other women. Also, meditation and breath work are huge for all of this getting clarity to see if like, do I have limiting beliefs here? What are my limiting beliefs? And I can give you a whole series of questions to ask yourself. I can send you a whole bunch of questions about that to get answers. But sometimes we don't even know that we've stopped breathing. (laughs) And you just need to close your eyes and take some deep breaths, let them out. And getting quiet for five minutes a day, just even in the middle of the day, go, I'm not sure, I don't know, get quiet. Three to five minutes a day is one of the biggest tools besides affirmations and journaling. Those are the three biggest things to give you clarity that there is. And to get a partner, it's footwork. It's all footwork. It's like having a job. If you want to do it, it, there's really specific ways to do that. And number one is to write down all the qualities that you want. Yeah, I mean... I swear by a few different things, but I feel like you know it. It's like, what are your blocks for this? And the fact that you're getting out there and uh, and doing that is great. You're supposed to have a certain number of people that you talk to at a time, a certain number of dates you're going on. Make sure that you've talked to them a certain number of times before you meet them and, and all of these kinds of things. But it, everything is footwork, like life's in session. You can't wish about it and go and hope that they fall in your lap. You have to actually go out and meet them. But that's a job too. So those are like major things. Out of the major things they talk about in social as an undergrad that happen in your life, partner and job, where you live and traveling, those are like all the, those are big. Finances are the only one you're missing here. Yeah, it's just, I've been fortunate of, you know, planned my life well in terms of finances and I have, I, for some reason, I don't have any blocks. I wrote down what I wanted to make and it came up and... Yeah, so that part's great. And we always have time. We always have time. I know people that said, I want to work three days a week. So they work three days a week. They, they've worked it that way. So there's always time for what's important and what we really want to do. And this person did that because they want to be with their kids, the other five. So they work three days a week. Like we really can manifest for lack of a better word, anything we want. It's just getting clear on what we want. It's just not on our timetable (laughs) is the whole thing. But affirmations are huge. And I want to stop here and see if you have questions or if you're some of these things you're like, yeah, no, I don't think so. Or I've done these. No, So a lot of what you spoke about, I already do to a certain extent, but I, I meditate daily. If I don't, it's like food for my soul, as I call it. I already did it this morning, sometimes twice a day. It could be anywhere from 10 minutes to an hour. So that's something I do already. You hit it upon walking. I've been working from home now for three years. And I noticed that sometimes my mood, it does get down. Even though I work out in the mornings, I need to go outside more. So I need to find, well, I shouldn't say I need to find someone. I just, just go outside and walk. It's beautiful. But I, I don't put it on my calendar because the dog passed away two years ago. And that was my thing, right? So so I need to go outside. I need to push myself. It's so beautiful. So that's something I definitely take away from this. It's what I needed to hear. 
The other thing is journaling. I, I get lazy when it, when I do my stuff, I do it on my computer. I want this and I want that, but you're right. You know, with the, the heart to the hand, that's more effective. And I have done journaling and what I'm looking for a mate, what I'm looking in terms of a job, but it's been a while. I do need to, like, how often do you recommend journaling? Like every day or? Even if it's just for a few minutes a day, when you're done your meditation or anything else and the walking, uh, you can do a meditative walking without your phone is what's recommended because a lot of clarity will come just like with meditation to do a mindful walking. I just did a seven day silent retreat and we meditated almost the whole time. There was no electronics, no, there was no nothing, but there were walking meditations, which was really interesting. And a lot of people, we talked at the very end before we went home and people had a lot of trouble with that because to be mindful of each step and it's interesting, I'll, I'll put it that way. So you can even do that, but to get outside is huge, huge, huge. And it's hard for me. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I talk about it on my podcast all the time. And yet I'm like, oh yeah, get outside, walk around the block once. Or for me, it's up the hill. So it's good. Yeah. And, and like when I talk to Julie Shapiro in California too, she usually calls me when she's walking and she's like, you know, but you know, it's three hours ahead of me. So like I sometimes I wish hey that we were in, you know in the same same time zone where we go for our walks together and have our conversations but normally I'm laying in bed and she's like oh I'm walking you know to go pick up dinner or something so but I I do need to get out and walk more and maybe part of it is you know borrowing someone's dog or something or knowing that because because when I did have the dog I I was I had to do it I had to go out for walks and. I met a lot of people because I was new to the condo. I was new to this area. So I met, I met a lot of people that way also. Yeah. You could also find somebody else and be accountability partners just for getting out and walking, taking a break, somebody else who wa- works from home, anything. But it doesn't have to be a long walk. It's just about getting outside, getting that vitamin D for a few minutes and doing that. So, okay. As far as imposter syndrome. High performing women have imposter syndrome. It's fear. It's based, it's all fear based. I've written articles and blogs about it on the website. I've done many episodes about it. Michelle Obama has talked about it. Sheryl Sandberg talked about it. Maya Angelou used to talk about it. Meryl Streep says no matter what movie she makes, she always feels like this time they're going to find out I can't act. <laughs> it's, it's really something. So every time somebody gets a job or does something, they're like, uh oh. No. They, they're now they're going to find me out. And I totally get it. I, I mean, even 10 years of practicing law, I was walking down a corridor and I thought, look at all these people. They think I'm a lawyer. I, I am a lawyer. I went to good schools and stuff like that. But I still, I was like, I was going to get found out. And all of that, when I started my podcast, I thought people were talking about me on Zoom. Did you hear Lauren started a podcast? Like when did I became that self-centered? But whenever we venture into something new, it's, I think it's a natural progression of our brain of first you're excited and you're doing something. And then who do I think I am doing this? And it's all fear-based and we have to feel the feelings or else it's going to come out in trauma someplace else. But feel the feelings, tell somebody I'm having imposter syndrome or I feel I'm scared and then walk through it because it's not real. None of it's real. You can do this. And action steps, when you get to phase three, achieving the life you deserve and staying there, and, and that is when the inner voice is nurturing, kind, and compassionate, 
the action steps that you do, it, it's doing that daily gratitude list, meditating, which you do, and journaling. It, it's taking that daily walk. It's helping others and passing on what you've learned. Those are the action steps. And having an accountability buddy, because I don't know about you, but I still love having an accountability buddy. <laughs> and, and I still have one for meditation. I have one for writing. I have them for all kinds of things. So I, it just helps. And, you know, I love that. So do you have any questions? Uh, no, I think I think this, this is great. You added uh, momentum what I've been doing. Plus you also gave me some more ideas, you know, as to how I could get more, more clarity because I'm putting out the walking for a while and then the actual journaling as well. And then the other item that you brought up, I didn't really think about, um, you said find at least three people who are doing the same thing that I would love to do. So I do like that idea, but another thing, what, what I love to do also is that I have so many varied interests as well. And I've taken all the tests. In fact, I took the Clifton Strength, and I was the only one in the group where my interests and my strengths were in all four quadrants, whereas most people are in two. So I have to fine tune exactly where I could take those strengths to, like, you know, what positions. The easiest question to ask yourself is what lights you up? When you think about it, what lights you up to do? And you don't have to do it forever and you don't have to do it five days a week. It's what lights you up. I really, to me, you can take all these tests, you can do all that, but you know, you know what you want to do. You can keep doing this and you can keep being in all these different groups and all that, but you know, you do. You know what you love. And think about what just lights up your insides. You're talented in so many areas. It's a feeling of what lights you up more than everything else. Okay. Think about it that way. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Because you're coming from that IT part of the brain world and it's a completely different than, how does this feel? What lights you up? You know, it, it's very different. You were unhappy. You got sick. I mean, you've had all these different now it's, you get to pick what you want to do. Everyone does. Nobody, I mean, like, you know, life's in session now and you want to be aligned with what it is that you're, you feel called to do. Yeah. I, I mean, I do feel a lot of gratitude in my life. I go, I do it every single day. And, you know, this morning that was my meditation on gratitude. Like even for this, I'm so very grateful for you. I got to tell you that. So how things work out. So I need to maybe hone in more on what lights me up. Cause I think part of the thing is I have, I have a few things that do light me up and you know, how do I bring it all together? Yeah. There's a congruence there. There is definitely a congruence there. Yeah. Yeah. So this was really great. And if anybody, yeah, if anyone listening wants to do a confidence and clarity boost session, just let me know, figure out where you're at on this journey and I'll help you make sure you're moving in the right direction with some clear action steps. Just go to the website, get on the email list, send me a DM or text 52 hope, the number 52 hope to 66866. But this is really fun, Nalini. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. It's great to see you. Yeah, you too.